Peachtree City, but from Coquit, Miller County. That's between Bainbridge and Albany, for those who might not know. I just shared, if you follow me on Facebook, and literally dozens of you do, I uh, just shared a video that she put together when she went back to Coquit over the weekend, got a look at the storm damage, the house that she grew up in, her family, her mother and father, still living in this house. She would say, Summer Houck joining us now, she would say, I'm sure, video doesn't begin to do it justice, but it does give you a sense of the destruction down there. Summer, thanks for your time this morning. Oh, thanks for having me, Ken. Uh, tell me what you saw. It's just utter destruction. I've I have seen hurricane destruction from the news and watching the news, but it's totally different when you see it in person. And it's the places that you grew up and the people you grew up with. Um, there's trees through roofs, cut through roofs, um, just power lines down everywhere. It's awful. It's really, really bad. You're saying you, you got on your parents' property. Again, this is, this is where you grew up down there. Uh, you started counting trees and stopped at 60. I guess you just got tired of counting. I mean, it would probably be easier to count the trees that didn't get knocked down. You're absolutely right. That's what I should have done. Yeah, they, they have three acres and are pretty much surrounded by um, trees. And, yeah, I just kind of stopped at 60. Yeah, well, let's, let's not bury the lead here. Uh, your parents okay, first of all, because you made them leave. I mean, you, you went all adult on them, and, hey, you're coming up to, and stay with stay with you guys in Peachtree City? I did, yeah. They were going to stay um, in Coquit, and I, I turned on the TV Wednesday morning at 7.30 and saw the coverage of where they were saying it was supposed to go, and I called them and said, you get in the car right now. This is your <laughs> adult daughter talking, and come up here now. And if I had, they would have been stuck uh, in their house. There was no other way to get out. Mm. Now, in terms of yeah. Coquit itself, and we'll broaden the conversation here, but at Coquit itself, you got to see, I'm sure, what you could see in terms of being able to get around down there. The town itself, still without electricity, water, what's the status there? So the water has been turned back on in the city, uh, but it's, you know, there's no hot water, so everybody's, you know, cold showers and mm. things like that, um, and the power is still not connected for anybody. Uh, They're predicting that it could be back on by October 26th was the last date that I heard. Holy smokes. Today's the, what, 15th? That's that's another couple of weeks that they're going to be without electricity down there. Uh, Summer, how yeah, and you know, Go ahead. I didn't think about, you know, when you don't have power for that long. I mean, we all lose power occasionally when there's a storm. And, yeah. But when you're without power for that long, and in a town the size of Paulport where there's only two small little grocery stores that can't you know, provide food for people that maybe just buy food you know, weekly or just to get by for a few days, and you can't have a refrigerator because you don't have power, you run out of food very quickly. And you can't drive 45 minutes to the closest place that does have it, which is either Dothan or Albany for the people in Paulport. So the ripple effect is... Mm. Is massive. Yeah, no, the stores end up looking like Venezuela pretty quickly. Uh, now, your your folks, uh, a double hit for them because they have, or I probably should say had, a place on Mexico Beach. They did. So, yeah, Mexico Beach apparently is ground zero for where it came on. And then the I passed over Colquitt, their hometown, um, as a Category 3. So, yeah, their condo in Mexico Beach, from what we've heard, they can't get down there yet, but it's the building's probably going to be condemned. 
I, again, I, I'm looking at the video that you put together and some of the photographs. I also read what your mom had to say about what you did when you got down there. And you put people, you put people, and you put yourself. I can see Summer doing this. I've known Summer my whole life. Summer's just going to go there and take charge. Okay, you first responders, everybody over here, and you start doing what Summer tells you to do. And and you yourself getting your, getting your hands dirty down there, at least according to your mom. Well, I was definitely not in charge this time, Tim, but I was happy (laughs) to be there to help. And there are some, gosh, just salt of the earth. I know you know this because you're from there, but they shine in situations like this. They really do. They just get it done. Summer Halk, uh, again, I, I've known her for more years than either of us care to admit. I've known her folks, too. They're some of the better people you will ever know. Dealing with tough times down there. And and, and, and she says that, that that's what they do. They, they they recover, they rebuild, and they'll do it uh, with a minimum of fuss and bother. They, they won't get up the whole country's backside about this. They'll take care of things down there themselves. Get a visit from the president later today. Uh, again, I'm, I'm, the best part of all of this is that you and your family are all safe. Any injuries that we know about in Conquit? Uh, amazingly, no. Mm. There, um, at so far, um, no fatalities. I think there was actually a, fatal- a fatality in Donaldsonville, which right. is just the eleven-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer Williams, Summer Williams Halk. Uh, again, so glad that everybody came out of this safe. That's the important thing. Thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Uh, no problem, Tim. Good to talk to you. I hope to see you soon. Eight fifty.